Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Bloody back. So, Will, a few days ago, I set up Google Alerts on my email. Did Do you know you? what Google Alerts are? No, I actually don't. So you can go, you can just like look up Google Alerts, and you can basically set any word as a keyword, um, and Google will email you anytime that word is used anywhere on the internet. So you've got like uh, when to sound your horn, yeah. um, <laughs> horn beepers, <laughs> clubs. <laughs> Reddit, yeah, other no, no. stupid so you, shit that you if like. You do, if you do something too generic, you'll get like a thousand of them. Right, so right. you got to keep it. You know, it's for. So I've done it for backchat. So anytime the the word backchat is used, right. um, we'll get an email because sometimes people use our stuff for articles and, and things like that. Um, and we back don't chat. know about it. So yeah. like anytime, anytime okay. the the phrase backchat. I like that. Yeah. So um, and I also did Will Schofield as well, just because you um, like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just like to keep tabs on what you're doing. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah. Will, did you know that you were cited like in a jail in Belgium? <laughs> <laughs> I did um, get a Google alert this morning um, with Will Schofield on there. Do wow. you want me to tell you what it was? I'll, I'll tell actually, you. I'll t- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I do. <laughs> I'll tell you what the the, the article title is. Okay. Um, AFL CEO. This is from news.com.au. AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin what? takes Delta Goodrum's breath away with <laughs> dance moves. <laughs> And what, I'm in the article? You're in this article. Your name is mentioned, so I got an alert. And it's because you tweeted something. It says, um, part of this article, talking about Delta Goodrum, says, former West Coast Eagles player Will Schofield wrote, and I quote, just thinking about last night, Delta Goodrum's national anthem performance is about as good as you'll ever see. That was spine tingling good. (laughs) (laughs) What a shit tweet. (laughs) So you've tweeted that news.com.au you yeah. thought brilliant. I'm yeah. gonna chuck that in there. So that's and made I've the, got article. the alert. Yeah, that's made the article. That's incredible, isn't it? So if you wanna if you wanna anything, anytime, I don't know, whiskey is, is mentioned, you could chuck that in. Whippersnapper. Whippersnapper. Yeah. Um I mean, is the point of this story uh, the Google Alert thing, or is the point Delta Goodrum's <laughs> anthem before Friday? I, I didn't, I didn't hear it. I well, turned it on. Fucking do yourself a favor. No, gen- I, genuinely, like I got okay. tweeted about. It, obviously, so yeah. that must have happened. Yeah. It was. So good. Yeah. It had a little a bit of acoustic. Like she had a guitarist with it. Oh, yeah. And it dealt a good room, mate. Like, what, yeah, she's amazing. Time. Yeah, yeah. I, it made me so. It made you tweet. So, li- well, <laughs> listeners all like this. Well, maybe they hate it. Either one. Mm. 
it made me go and Google who sung the national anthem at the 2018 grand final because I couldn't remember. I didn't, I didn't yeah, have a memory right. of that. Um, it was actually Jimmy Barnes's daughter, I believe. Ah. Is that correct? Yeah. Jimmy Damn Barnes's it. daughter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, very good. Um, we, yeah. Was it better than Fergie's national anthem? Fergie. Yeah, you remember when Fergie did it at the NBA? Well, like this shit is been. Is that Fergie? <laughs> that's no. um. No. Uh, that's Gwen Stefani. Right, so not Fergie. No, Fergie. So I need you to look up something in your free time. Fergie, um, national anthem NBA, and she does like her own sort of take on it, and it's awful. Butchered it. And the players. Oh, I see. I know Fergie. The players' reactions, like they, they can't <laughs> handle it. It's really funny. <laughs> okay, look that up. You are on back chat. You've made it. You've you've made it. We've made it. We're back from Europe. We yep. got out of the uh, Amsterdam airport, which we're going to tell you a story about. It was absolute. De- Diabolical debacle. Yep. We're losing another member to Europe, Cat. Yeah, Cat, who has been with us from very, like, very early beginnings. O- OG days goes yep. to Europe for two weeks, not months. weeks, months <laughs> even. <laughs> so two months. Two months. We went for two weeks. Cat's gone for two months. Yeah, a bit sad to see her go. So, yeah, thank you, Cat, for all your hard work. You'll, you'll we'll be, still be sending you video be, files. Yeah. And you'll, be, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be running the videos from <laughs> Europe. Thank you very much. Uh, you're on Backchat. Mm. Find us on socials. You know where to do that. Backchat double underscore. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au is our email for you to send us anything you like. You can find all the good shit over at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thank you very much to our s- uh, sponsors, our partners in uh, Whippersnapper Whiskey, providers of whiskey and the world's, world's best, best whiskey. whiskey. Very good. Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras right here in Perth, Western Australia. Dean Bradley Real Estate, he's just jumped on Ray White bandwagon. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Thank you very much for your support. KO for sending us over to Europe. Thank yep. you, KO. Thought I'd throw that one in there. If you want to sign up to Patreon, Jump over there for VIP uh, discounts across all of our partners. You can even get some merch discounts. I am wearing the Flag Mantle jumper right now. That looks great. Is it a sad day? Is it a sad day that Flag Mantle ends? No, it's just the beginning of something bigger. Really good. Mm. It's not even from a song. But yeah, Flag Mantle stuff over there. There's not much much left, to be honest. No. To be really honest, I was surprised when I came in and I thought, oh gosh, we're running out. I have to order some more. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. It's good to be back right here in the studio. Backchat Studios live. It's always live though, right? I guess. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, we, we never cut anything up. So no. Flag Mantle's over. They yeah. did well, the Freo boys. They did. Oh, Early early in the season, I think, um, you know, when they're winning game after game after game, that was dominating. Yes. If you look at that and, and then how their season ended, you think, oh, bit of a shame. Yeah. But if you, if you at the start of the season, before they even played a game, if you said they're going to win the first final, right, get into almost a, a prelim, you'd be, you'd be thinking, oh. Well, I don't know why well everyone's done. leaving. Apparently everyone's leaving. Griffin Logue, who was on this podcast, if you want to yep. go listen to him, go back a few weeks, had a good chat with Griff. He's apparently... Off, he's gone. Uh, Roy Lobb, he's off, he's gone. Uh, Liam Henry wants to have a look around. Lloyd Meek, the big ruckman, playing for Peel Thunder at the moment. He's out of here. David Mundy's had enough. Bye-bye. Why is everyone <laughs> leaving free? I don't actually understand. But do, isn't that just like a nah. – isn't that sort of normal? Like, like it's pretty, Acres? No. Nah. It's pretty rare that, that, a, full, that a team no, 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 no. kept completely together. Yeah, correct. There has to be three D listings minimum changes of the list every year. So there's changes every year, but yep. not five startup guys. Yeah, that's right. five guys that have played almost every game. Blake Akers, David Mundy, Roy Lobb, Griffin Logue, not Lloyd Meek. I'm missing one. But there, that's four spots in the team. I, I it's just I was banging on about it over the is, shelter. Is me coming over to West Coast? Oh, 
Is that a th- I think I heard he's that. He's Victorian. Right. So okay. It would it wouldn't really make sense other than if they've got the best contract. It's not like he wants to stay in Western Australia. Yeah, right. He'd okay. be happy on the way out of there. Okay. Anyway, that's all that's all going on at footy. I wouldn't I would like to do like a bit of a European wrap up because mm. you heard from us in an R V in a Belgium R V camper yeah. ground, which was good. Yeah, we're just battling. Yeah, we're know, fine. We're about we're about four days in. Yeah. That's fine. Um Amsterdam we're the second last day in Europe. We're a little bit fatigued. Yeah, a little bit, I got a little bit of feedback. I looked a little bit hungover. You you, you couldn't quite st- string a sentence <laughs> together or speak, which is usually quite <laughs> quite coercive to a good podcast when you can speak. So I thought we'd just do a bit of a yeah, that's fair. Bit of a wrap up. Well, let's start maybe back in Belgium then. Okay, two weeks ago, um, never been. To, had you been to Belgium before? No, it's not really a place you you'd really... never been to Europe before. No, oh no, I'd, I'd stopped over in Greece once on a flight home, but that's via via Athens. So you'd seen the departure lounge. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Belgium. No, never been to Belgium. Belgium, Francorchamps, the where the uh, where the track is. Yes. Very like quaint little rural. regional town, rural. Yeah, rural town of Belgium. Uh, we stayed in a campsite and. Most of the campsite, I'd say about 90% of it, was basically what we were doing. An RV with three or more dudes yes. um, that were just staying up late. It was just guys. Doing karaoke Jeez, it was good. together, drinking beers at a table <laughs> outside there. It was like they all got a pass from their wives for the weekend and they Let's all go, go hang out at Francorchamps. And it was really fun. Yeah. First F1 race we'd ever been to. We were pretty lucky. Like We had, uh, we had like a shower toilet facility there as well. So like... I think like proper camping, proper RV, you'd be kind of doing the whole yep. RV toilet system and emptying that whole system out. Yeah. Not really well, that keen on look, that. Look, did, I did try to use the shower day one. I Why? turned it on. You didn't want to pay the two euro. That it, it was cost. three euros to have a shower, <laughs> which is five Australian worth, dollars. Worth every dollar as well because <laughs> yeah, you is. tried to use the one in our RV. Yeah, and, it, and it almost flooded the RV because I couldn't <laughs> figure out the drain. No, because we'd park the RV <laughs> oh, on a slant right. and you yeah. couldn't empty it. There's no plumbing. Yeah, the plumbing wouldn't work. So that would be one thing I will just say straight off the bat about Europe is that, and you didn't find this, and it happened to me more than you, you have to pay to use the toilet. I never not once. I not once nah, that happened to me. That's because I was having to fork. Like you would walk away, and the lady'd be like, "Hang on, like I didn't pay. I'm like, here's fifty p." No, no, no. <laughs> I did not once pay for the toilet in Europe, and you, yeah, you constantly did. complained about it. It is a thing, Cat. You're going to Europe. Take change everywhere with you. Fifty cents <laughs> for, to, to use the bathroom. Um, it, it was a bit of a walk into the the sort of the race trap, but we kind of we just picked the one closest to. Yeah. The, we had a, the closest spot you could yeah, get. Yeah, there was it was sort of a trek in. There rumor, there's rumors saying that they're going to take Spa off the agenda because of it's it's a very different experience to what we experienced in Amsterdam. Amsterdam, or oh, sorry, Netherlands is like a fans track. There's just yep. grandstands the whole way around the track. There's some grandstands in Belgium, but realistically, it's like people like with hiking boots on, like yeah. hiking through forests. It looked like, you know, the opening scene out of Gladiator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they come out of the trees? Yep. Those trees surround the track everywhere. I would not be surprised if they filmed Gladiator <laughs> you did say that. At, at Spa. Yep. So um, we had a pretty sick experience. We jumped on the track. We walked the you know a lot of the track uh, one of the days we weren't meant to. Yep. I ended up in the pit lane uh, on race day. I tried to get out with, you know, Martin Brundle does the yeah, roaming yeah, yeah. Brian basically out. I walked out there. I was next to Martin Brundle as we're all like there was all people funneling through this one point. Yeah. Not not for you, sir. Yeah. Not for you, sir. Can't <laughs> go out there. But I ended up in the pit lane race day, which was pretty cool. We had lots of cool experiences in uh, like in Daniel Ricciardo's 
pit lane, basically. We were in the yep. garage there. Yeah. We listened to like a whole day of qualifying. Uh, yeah, so he, a race day. What we're he, in there race day. What too. he was t- telling his engineers yeah. we were hearing and they were, you know, you could hear all that through the radio. Very cool experience. The paddock itself wasn't what I expected. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what to expect. Okay. What, what were you expecting? So you had no expectations. You're just going, I was I hope it's good. No, I like. I assumed that it, it was more than I expected. Right. Yeah. I thought like we might like catch a glimpse of like a driver walking around a bit. Like uh, uh, I didn't realize we'd li- like I would be almost stepping on their feet. Right. I thought there would be more marquees. I thought it was kind of going to – I thought – so there's, there's a thing called the paddock and there's a thing called the paddock club. Yeah. I thought we were going to be in the Paddock Club. Yes. The Paddock Club is like where all the um, uh, sponsors go. They've yeah, got yeah. marquees. They've got, you know, all the all the um, VIPs go. Yep. We were like a level above VIP. Yeah. But we still couldn't get into the Paddock Club. We did I try know. on race try. day in Belgium and they wouldn't let us in. We, had su- we were wearing suits and everything. So like the Paddock, I don't know. It's sort of I, – I guess I expected there to be more – functions and stuff but we was like literally we were in the mclaren team yeah where they hang out where, yeah. they, where they have a rest and where they eat lunch we, we kept our bags in ricardo's locker room yeah it was so literally, I, guess, I went to go get something out of your backpack and next to your backpack i had to move his like race suit out the way because yes. that's where it was hanging up yeah so i guess from that extent i think i thought it was going to be more corporate and it was like Literally with the team. Yeah. So the access and insight we had was pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. And so, and, and amazingly, like in the paddock, people are like running up to the drivers because you can pay to get into the paddock. Yes. People are running up to drivers, get selfies and signatures and stuff like that. And you'd just be standing there and then Dan Ricardo would just walk past you, give you a little dap up and tap on the shoulder and you walk past and people just thought we were kings. Because they, yeah. they were just like, who's that guy that Daniel Ricardo just casually stops by and, there's n- and it's no big deal that he was walking past. You were fist bumping. You were building a fist bumping video yes, over there. Yes, that is on, on, our, um, on our Instagram page. And I, I almost got all of them, I reckon. I was going to say, well, well, no, you know how many you got. How, how did you go? I think I got, a, I think including team principals, I got about 22 people. What about drivers? Uh, probably 16. 16? Yeah. Who didn't you get? Lewis Hamilton in the entire two weeks time yes. that we were in the paddock. Um so eight days in total. You didn't get this to happen. I saw Lewis Hamilton for about six seconds. He has these secret tunnels that he gets around. <laughs> I don't know where he goes, but I hardly saw him. Didn't get Max Verstappen. He he rejected me three times. Yes. Um, Who else rejected you? Did you get Vettel? Yeah, yeah, got Sir Vettel. Um, all, all of I think all of the drivers other than okay. than Hamilton and um, and old mate and Verstappen. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Speaking of Verstappen, there's this song um, that. Gets played constantly. Let's go. Let's 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 go to Netherlands. Yes, yeah. Belgium done. Yeah, there's this song. Even in Belgium, this song is getting played at the campsite. There's this song that goes Max, 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 Super Max, 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 Super Max, Max, Max. Goes over and over and over again. It's like this dance Euro dance song. Super Max, and there's also Max Verstappen. These two songs, no joke, just get repeated all day on speakers throughout Europe. Well, throughout Amsterdam, especially, throughout and not <laughs> Amsterdam through through Zandvoort. Zandvoort, yes, it's these two different places. We stayed in Amsterdam, thirty minute train to Zandvoort yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah there yeah. and back, round trip hour. Yes, which was right. fine. I yeah. slept quite a bit on that train. So for for a lot of um, the time we've been back in Perth, the only thing going on in my head is. 
Max, 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 Super Max. I played it for Beck, and, and she was like, it's not that bad of a song, oh, it's bad, actually. <laughs> it's pretty right bad. Now. But the Netherlands have some of the craziest fans I've ever seen. Yes. So like you said, um, it's, a tr- it's a fans track, right? Yes. There's fans yeah. everywhere. And what I said to you as we were walking into the um, venue one, one day, it was like, this is so much harder than going to the footy. Yes. Because the footy, you catch the train, you basically dropped at the door, and then you walk in, find your seat. With Zanvoort... We covered some Ks. I reckon I did 40,000 steps a day. What about, is that a lot, is that? Is that a lot? I reckon, is yeah. it? I don't know. Uh, 40,000 steps, is that like 40 kilometres? I don't know, is a step a, is a step a metre? I don't know. I what do you look at me like that for? I don't oh, know, I'm trying to do the math in my mass? head. You're trying to math? A step a metre? But anyway, so you, it's real commitment. The people that go there are walking for a long, long time. Like you can't, yes. you're not, it's not just a casual fan dropping by. So they are very passionate. Um, anything else you want to say? Oh, a $10 espresso. $10 espresso. Um, I didn't buy that, you did. Yeah, that was awful. Seven euros for, for a double shot. And I'm going to say one more thing about Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, I felt old in Amsterdam. Yeah, it was like a young. It was quite a young, young city. Because I had, like, I don't really think I have really a beard. Like, I don't really call this a beard. No, that's why. But no everyone one, no is clean had, shaven. No one, no one had facial hair. Everyone's clean like 40, cut. Four year, forty year olds. No one has facial hair. Yeah. Well, I was the only man with a proper beard. I mean, yours, whatever <laughs> no, that is. Not. I mean, yours is like you've been trying for twenty years with that one. Thirty. Um, we both ended up with a flare. I actually did want. I actually did want to do that. Yes. You see the footage of. The, um, the the Netherlands GP and there's just cr- like stands of orange everywhere and yes. that is exactly what it is but there's flares yep and um, which they banned this year yeah and someone threw one on the track and stopped the race uh, qualifying at one stage and weren't happy with that but we both ended up with flares yeah and they they're quite um what did you think about the flare you weren't happy with it. I was stoked. Oh. No, I was absolutely. I was. Someone was telling you to around. throw it, and you were like, "I'm not. Th- no, I'm not throwing it. I'm not throwing it." What have you thrown a flare into a crowd? Well, I've got the I've got the vision of you refusing. Yes, to throw but what it. have you thrown a flare into a crowd? No, but exactly. it was funny seeing you not do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was great. We had a sit down with Daniel Ricardo. Spoke yep. about that last week. That's coming out soon. It was pretty funny when we rocked up for that. So honestly, like it was such a shit show trying to organise that. Let's just be honest. Mm. It was it was a shit show the entire trip. We had accreditation pulled from us. Um, before day one of Belgium. So, you know, we've built this for KO. We literally had accreditation pulled for about three hours. And I was like, oh, my God. There's a period of time where we thought, we can't even get into the race, we don't have tickets. I was just figuring out, I was was going to go full, like, Falls Festival 20, like, 2009 and jump the fence. (laughs) And Belgium, there was no fences. We would have got into Belgium fine. Like, we just walk into the gladiator bushes and come straight out. Um, But uh, that was a shit show. And then, you know, it was Ricardo. It was the biggest moment of Ricardo's career, basically. Yeah. Him getting delisted by McLaren, him having to come out and talk about it. Like, we lobbed as that happened. It yes. was never planned for that. No. Like, it was planned for an insightful trip, bring some driver access. But we got there, access got pulled, and then I was fucking working my ass off to get him back, and we got him back. And then just the whole time, it wasn't awkward, but I felt like I did feel like mindful that like this is the biggest moment in this guy's career. We were right there with him and in amongst it all, but it kind of I don't know. It didn't sit that well with me that that's what that was happening at the mm. time. So it took us a long. It took us to the second week to have a proper sit down with Dr. And we did it in his motorhome. So in Zandort, they um, Zandvoort they they stay in motorhomes and they like bring these big trailers into a- It's like a I, semi-trailer. A semi-trailer, right. And I thought, okay, they'd have this, you know, you know, really professional um, 
way that they're all slotted in and a big, I don't know, area that they yep. – they were just in a car park of a random building, a yep. random hotel with a couple of security guards at each end. There was about 12 drivers staying there. Some guys stay in hotels. Some guys do their own thing. But there was about 12 drivers there. And it literally looked like they've just Tetris chucked them in there. Like there was <laughs> – it was just a rabble of these things. And there was this huge F1 party yeah. at the hotel they were parked at. But they had no connection. So we've walked in to do this sit down with Ricardo and there was just tunes pumping. Probably like, Max, 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 Super Max. It was, it was after maybe the the, the Friday in Amsterdam. Yep. And so um, it was pretty late, 8, 8.30. It was still light over there then. So we trekked through sand dunes to get there, got there, got through security, came in. And it's just like a, I don't know, it was, it was pretty underwhelming where they, they stayed really. It was just sort of like a, display home but it's very like a, small like it was a like, donger it was like a donger hmm. it was like a nice donger but not that nice of a donger but no. it was quite a nice donger yeah just not a not a mining donger not like a billionaire's donger somewhere in the middle yep um <laughs> billionaire's donger i don't yeah. know what it, yeah. billionaire's doing in a donger. i know where your mind's going <laughs> so we had to sit down with him it was it was good but it was also just it was i don't know it was hard it was hard work yeah, it was, it was very hard. Fun. Very hard work. Not as hard as the final leg of our trip, yeah. which was getting to Amsterdam Airport. We got there early. Yeah, about three and a half, four hours before our flight. Yeah, and because uh, Tom, who came with us, was flying earlier than us, so we're mm. like, oh, "I'm not going to stay in Amsterdam for an hour. Let's just yeah. go to the airport." Yeah, that's right. Well, little did we know that Amsterdam Airport is the most disgracefully run organization in the history of the world. Yes. We've rolled. I remember distinctly rolling up. You might have been asleep. No, I remember. And, and the driver was driving, and we we're just. It was one of those airports where you sort of a big U shape, and you go around all the terminals. And we were yeah. in Terminal Two, and we went past four, went past three, and by three, I'm like, mate, what are those lines outside? There was. It was. It was like zombie apocalypse. Like just like lines that were twenty wide and like. 400 metres deep. So I was like, long. What is going on? I said, what's going on here, mate? And he's like, they're the lines. I'm like, yeah, for what? And he's like, to get into to the get airport. In. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, no. So we get out, we trek around, we go into the airport, past the line and into the airport where you put drop your bags and we're flying with Qatar and we go to the Qatar and we, we walk pretty much to the – there was a pretty – like there was maybe a line of like 50 people. We go yeah. to the back of that. And someone walks up to me and taps me on the back. He's like, the line starts there, mate. And it's like, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> There's another 400 people in this, like a festival zigzags yeah, lined yeah, yeah. up thing. So we went to the back of that. It was a shambles that to get through. That took so long. It took like an hour and a half, two hours. To, that was to get our tickets and to put Drop our bags, our bags on. Yep. And then we're like, oh, thank God. That was good. Two hours, done and dusted. We've yep. got- we got still hour, two hours. Well, nah, hour. we had an hour 15 to get through security. I thought, no worries. Yep. The, the lines outside must be something else. Ask the guy, give our tickets. Uh, where do we go now? Oh, you go get in the line. It's like, what line? The line outside, outside. that's for security. So we got in this line. We lined up for an oh, hour and a half. Like mm. we're, we're actually good people about it. And yep. it got to an hour and a half, and I was getting antsy the whole time, about the entire time. You were fucking doing an episode of Back Chat <laughs> in your hand. I was my laptop. Had you were editing something. I was like, Put your laptop away. I've had enough. I've had absolutely had enough of this. I've People had enough. need the episode. I said, Dan, go to the front. I've finally, I'm not lining up any longer. So Dan's like, right, yep, done. Laptop down, put it down. Lost him. And I was like, I probably should have told him to like call me or something because I'm stuck in the line still. Dan's gone to the front. Anyway, just happened to look down my phone. It was like an emergency alert, like caps locks. 
get to the front now. <laughs> so I put my backpack on. They had like the, uh, you know, the the pool. Um, like the, the seatbelt material yeah, things yeah. that you pull out to make lines. Yeah, those they had them everywhere. Yeah. I have tried to go under two. I've knocked over two, pulled half the thing down with me, ran, just started running. Yeah, I was like, no fucking Dan must be Dan must be having a, a golf cart at the front, like ran. <laughs> Dan, I don't know what you said to him, but you so like, I, you I, were like holding the man, the, like a man's <laughs> hand, basically, like with like puppy dog eyes. I was like, what have you done? <laughs> no. here, I, so I run to the front just as they're packing up the check-in desk. And I was like, mate, I, we need to go to Doha. How are we going to get through this line? He's like, you going to Doha? I said, yeah. He goes, all right, come with me. And he I, said, take my hand, come with me. Yeah. He said, we're, we're going right now. And I was like, shit, well, Will's 40 minutes away. So I text you and I look up and I just see your head like charging <laughs> through. I and I'm like no, waving no. him. Right. And so we, we get pulled through these like, a thousand people like Not more than a thousand mate there's five thousand <laughs> so people, many mate. and it's funny because as we're getting dragged along people in the lines are like reaching out going please yeah. take me with you please <laughs> it was so funny and like Qatar I'm with, I'm with Qatar yeah, so we, it then, started with like three people yeah, remember yeah, it was yeah. us and two girls yep and it Ended by the time there was like fifty people behind us yeah. getting dragged through this line by the air hostess. It was yeah, an air hostess. the air hostess, and and we thought, well, we can't. They're not going to leave without the air hostess. So we finally get through security. We race straight onto the plane, and as we're like, as we're almost in, you no, know, at, at the door, at I the said door. to the guy, I said, I said to the hostie that was on the, th- I said, you know, there's like three hundred people <laughs> yeah. like in the line. No so one's getting on this plane. And I'm like, are we leaving? He's like, no, we're going to wait. Yeah. As if we sat on the plane for two and a half hours. Yeah, we sat for that long. So this this moment of magic <laughs> getting on the plane and literally we could have just waited in line like oh, everyone else. But we we're, were thinking there's going to be 10 people on this flight. There's no way. that They were missing 220, you told me. Yeah. There was 220 that we left <laughs> yeah. for dead in the line. Yeah, two people behind us that, that we knew they were on our flight and we left. To finish it up, I would have I would have rather like sitting, sleeping on the plane like I did mm-hmm. than stressing in the line. Yeah, not knowing if we're going to get on the flight. Anyway, it there's was no announcements over the intercom. Like everyone, don't worry, you're going to get on your flights. Shout out Amsterdam Airport. Sort your shit out. Seriously, that was an absolute disgrace of a. We got free bottle of water. That's all we got. Yeah, one bottle of water, and <laughs> yeah. I drilled it in the first five minutes. Yeah. Uh, done and dusted. Prelims okay. next week. Back to AFL. Geelong mm-hmm. v Brisbane Friday night. Sydney v Collingwood Saturday. Mason Cox episode ahead of the Sydney Collingwood prelim final dropping this week. Yeah, Wednesday morning it will come out. Mason Cox. 2018 yep. grand final. Did you see that pickup he did in the hand pass? One hander, <laughs> celebrating, carrying on like a pork chop. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Was that was amazing. Um, so we'll have him this week, won't yes. we? That's yeah, right. yeah. We recorded it in Melbourne. Yep. It's, we've been holding it for the right time, and I think now is the right time. Now is exactly the right time because <laughs> if they lose the prelim, then it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. So it'll be good. It's a really good chat. Yep. I hope you listen to that. If you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you know how to get there. Podcast, mm. YouTube, you know what you're doing. Uh, you send it. We read, we read it. it. Time for this. Yep. You said it, we read it. Bloody oath. Thanks to leadable cameras down there in Oxford Street. Lydio and the gang looking after all your gear. We took all of leadable cameras gear to Europe yeah, we and back and it all works, still works. Still, yep. No surprises there, to be I honest. I knew I was going to leave something behind. Well, I thought I was and we didn't. I did some printing there during the week for my wife Alex's birthday. Happy birthday, Alex. Mm-hmm. The uh, I think she turns 24. Five today. <laughs> uh, that's everyone laughing about. Hey, no, no. Happy birthday, Alex. I did some printing of some photos there. Yeah, nice. Very, very slick operation. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. 
Um, they do printing, they do cameras, they do cables, they do tripods, they do lighting, everything, everything. we do, everything we do on this podcast and printing stuff for your wife's birthday. They do that too. <laughs> yeah. Tell them Scoey sent you. Oh, I actually didn't tell them Scoey sent me. Damn I could have got $20 off. One per person, one purchase only. And Come I've man, lost. Alex's I've, birthday, I've actually you know lost. $20 off. Uh, discounts for patrons. You know what to do. Go check out the guys at Leadable Cameras. Thank you to Lydio and the team down there on Oxford Street. You send it, we read it. Joshua Bowen. Hello, fellas. As a fellow Geelongian, is that a thing people say, Geelongian? Yeah, I believe so. You've uh, correctly said that, Josh. Thank you. Great. I felt it was Never my duty to start listening to your podcast at the start of the year, and I'm really loving all your work you boys do. Good man, Josh. Firstly, we'll $2 fine for not remembering the. Is it. Bellarine. Bellarine Peninsula I let, I in one of your that. latest podcasts or you can accept a one-game contract to play with my local footy team. Oh, I I would like to take up the one-game contract. Where <laughs> is it though? If it's in Geelong, going to be hard, but I'll take it on board. Uh, it's a bit cheeky uh, putting through fines in you Senate. We read it, Josh, yeah. but we'll allow it. Love it. Secondly, as a devastated and flat fellow Western supporter, Western Bulldogs, I've got a request I'm hoping you guys can help me with. Listening to Mark Knight on SEN last week talking about his premiership posters, it reminded me of you guys trying to get the losing team's premiership hats from back in the day. Yes. My request to you guys um, is, are you able to get Mark Knight's Western Bulldogs 2021 premiership poster for me? I don't so Mark Knight must be the guy that does the posters. Let's have a look. Is there a signature on that somewhere? Uh, no. Sorry, we're looking at the yeah. um, the West's... Uh, I think Mark Knight may be... I'm going to have a look. Right. You, you look it up. Yep. Um, uh, where am I? Premiership poster. Yeah, premiership poster for me. Just so I can look at that post every day in my lounge room and be reminded yep. of what nearly was. That's who it is. Okay. Yeah. All right, there you go. So, so I'm happy to make any sort of payment necessary to receive it. Love the show and keen to eventually hear boys talk to Dale Morris in the near future. Okay, yeah. Dale Morris would be very good. Put a request out to Bob Murphy, haven't heard back. But Dale Morris is one of the few guys who didn't get knee reconstruction, knee reconstruction when he did his ACL and came back without, a, without an ACL, I believe. I don't believe you. How about that? I believe that. I okay. don't. No. So what, he had no surgery... Yeah, he came back with rehab only. I don't believe you at all. Uh, not, not in any way, shape or form. But I am happy to be proven wrong as always. Yep. We, we won't do that right now though. Yeah, so, uh, all right, I, so the poster thing. Yeah, that's very cool. I'd love a challenge for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So do we just need the Western Bulldogs 2021? I believe so. Right, very good. We'll track it down for you, Big Josh, especially because you're from Geelong. Good man. Philip Carroll. If you do want to send us uh, one of these, mm. hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. If you send it... We will read it. Yeah, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Philip Carroll. G'day, fellas. Love the podcast. My highlights are the interviews with the lesser-known players. They tend to give a different insight into the game. Uh, why don't you tell us a couple so people go back? Daniel Southern. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, lesser-known players, but like role players, I think, maybe. Like Chris Marston, I think, is a yep. good chat. Um, Daniel Venables from West Coast. Griffin Logue. Um, was a, yep. was a good Hamish good Brayshaw. Year. Hamish Brayshaw, very good. Daniel Southern, did I say? You Daniel did, Southern? yeah. Okay, you can find those all on our YouTube as well. What else? I, I, tell me, tell me. We've got we got way more. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, one. I'm trying to think. One, <laughs> just one. Uh, let me think. Will Schofield, role player. There you go. Someone Every that we've interviewed week. that someone needs to listen to an episode. One. I can't think of what we did three one. weeks ago. You can't think of one episode. No, you can't. I can't. Okay, thank you, Dan. Yeah, I hope you all enjoy <laughs> Back not, Chat. It is I a said, great I podcast that Brayshaw. will stay with you for I said life. Thank that you very much. Um, a few Let me know if you think of anything throughout the podcast. 
<laughs> One area in the game is the club supporters whipping boys, as I'm sure most club supporters have them. What most supporters wouldn't understand is what players are going through injury-wise, team role, played out of position, etc. A few that come to mind are Tom Swift, yes. Brad Ebert, yes. and more recently, Braden Ainsworth. Yes. I think an interview with these guys would be great, not specifically as being whipping boys, but their playing career. Yeah, that'd be awkward. I think an interview with Bubba would be great, yep. as I'd like to know if he feels he was played out of position. Uh, not being a huge not being a huge size, would have he benefited more from playing a wing role a la Gaff and use his running ability? I'm also not sure there was a great relationship with Simo, with reports he was cut from the list via phone call. Is this a common thing? Personally, I would think that's a harsh way to learn your fate. I would doubt that. Uh, yeah, as much as you know, I was dropped and carry on a bit, um, Simo wouldn't cut someone by phone call. No. Okay. I'll just squash that right now. Yep, there you go. It'd be great to it's get quite his strong, thoughts. isn't it? Yeah, no, that's good. It was. It'd be great to get his thoughts on the AFL system, his thoughts through the hub, and his thoughts on copying a fair bit on social media. Cheers, well, fellas. Keep up the good work. Well, so, yeah, so I'm still going. Sorry. I had to stick up for Scoey after Jack Rewalt kicked. 10 on him early days. Right, so I was a whipping boy. Is that what you're saying there, <laughs> uh, Philip? Yes, fair enough. Um, yeah, look, uh, the whole whipping boy thing, I, I don't know. I, I think it says – I speak about it a bit, and that's a little bit why we do this podcast is to provide some insight into not just a stat sheet on the weekend, right? Yep. You, you have to – Lewis Jetta, there you go. How about that? That's a great episode. Yeah, as in a role player that someone mm-hmm. – I think at stages was like a whipping boy that people didn't – rate his role within the team and not trying to be the you know god's gift here to fo- following football but you need to understand as fans yep. you can't always have 30 touches you can't be the best player if you had 22 best players you would have a superstar team there's always going to be good players guys in the middle and guys fighting for position so those guys fighting p- for position um they can play as well they're just they're just not the very best players but there's still a role in there for them at the same time so yeah, I'd like to interview all those guys. We've got some good ones of those coming up as well. Yep. All um, right. Role, role players. Role players, yeah. Some current role players, actually. Yeah. Nathan Broad. Yes. Tickle your fancy. That's a good one. Mm. Um, he that's just it. signed as well, didn't he? Yes. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You send it. We read it. Thank you. Backchat bets. Powered by Bluebet, if they're still yeah. operational. Thanks I, for coming, yeah, Bluebet. I, I, actually, I actually don't know. I they, haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him. At least today. It. I definitely haven't heard from him today. I sent him an email. I got the bounce back. So I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure why we haven't been doing this weekly because it's no surprise this bet goes on to take down Blue Bet. Of course. Flag mantle. Flag mantle. Backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash merch. If you bloody want to get the very last flag mantle ever to be made in 2022, you can get it right there. We did a flag mantle special bet. Yes, we, we did. just focused on flag mantle. It may or may not have had to do with we put it together on the Friday because we we're too late for the Friday night game. But we thought, how about we focus on Fremantle? Mm-hmm. How about we get the boys, we get the boys to get us over the line? Like they've got us over the line many times, right? So we go to our group, which has a couple of Freo fans in it. Damo didn't. Don't think we asked for your contribution, but we should have. Luke Ryan, twenty plus disposals. Yep. Easy done. 23. 23. Big tick. See you later. Andrew Brayshaw, 25. I literally think he gets 25 every week. Yeah. We, we, we could have said, like, Andrew Brayshaw to be playing for Fremantle. Now sometimes Same he gets thing. tagged out of it, out of possession. No, he doesn't. He does. Because no. we've we've lost on Brayshaw. I reckon, the only, I reckon the only time ever may have been that time. Okay. Otherwise, it's good to go. 25, tick. Right. David Mundy. Oh, 
What a man. 15-plus disposals we got him at. 18, kicked a goal as well, no worries. Michael Walters, it was a bit risky. Two goals. He'd played well in the first final. Didn't kick a goal up to half time. I was worried. And all the possessions were going along nice. Yep. I thought, oh, no. Charlie, Kicks one in that's, the- that was Charlie's pick. Of course it bloody was. Straight up. Charlie never goes to the easy ones. But you know what? This time he's come through because Michael Waters kicks two goals in the second half, takes us over the top, $5 multi, gets up. Yep. I had a fair bit of money on it. Very good. So did my wife. Very good. <laughs> Still may not be even for the year, but- Doesn't matter. Blue bet. Very I, good. I mean, bit of RIP for blue bet. Yeah, uh, I hope they're We should okay. check in with them and see if they're all right. We did put a bet on at the start of the year for every team in the AFL for people that came along to our Patreon special event. I think it was actually not even Patreon a special event. It was just an event down at the Subi Hotel that we put together at the last yes. minute. Yeah, so if you came, we put your name in a hat. We drew the 18 teams out of a hat and linked up with a name and we put a $20 bet on every team in the AFL. Which at the time, people were having a laugh at. Not a good idea. Well, who's laughing now? Because there's four people. I'll tell you what, these four people are laughing. There's four people left in this. Collingwood, Geelong, Brisbane, Sydney, Martin, Mark, Natalie and Callum that are all up for a chance to win that bet. So we said, we'll put the bet on, 20 bucks each. Our gift. You take the winning. Mm Mm-hmm. So Collingwood's paying fifty one bucks. So Martin at the moment sitting on a thousand buck win. That's huge. Very good. If you want us to, do you want us to cash out, Martin? Bad luck. Not an option. <laughs> We're riding it. Not all an the way option. To the end. Uh, uh, Geelong, even Geelong, they're favourites. Yeah. Twelve bucks 12 we got them at. No worries. You yeah. know, enjoy your two hundred and fifty bucks there, Mark. Would have thought so. Natalie's on seven dollars in Brisbane. Probably the uh, close to the outsider of the group. Yeah, that's fourth, Short, I reckon. Shortest odds, seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sydney, big Cal, thirteen bucks. Mm. Tell you what, we what, look what would you? How would you rank these now in order of, you know? Geelong, yep. Sydney, Collingwood, Brisbane. Yep. Good. So good luck to our final four. Um, well done. We've given a fair bit away on Backchat this year. We've given those away. I'm still trying to get those grand final tickets sorted out for the lads that we'll won the fantasy. Oh, we'll, we'll definitely get them to a grand final somewhere. At some point. Yeah, in the future. In some country. Yes, very good. Fines. There you go. I'm going to hand you that. Oh, that was loud. I'm sorry, a bit too loud. I'll do it. Fines is in session. Yeah. That's the gavel. Um, the gavel is to do with real estate. We understand the link here. Yeah, I understand it. Okay, very good. Dean Bradley, local real estate And also you're the man. fines judge. Inner western suburbs. Judge and real estate aren't the same thing though. But Dino Bradley looks after us here. We give money back to charities in this. So you can write in a fine, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au or you can send it through our website. That's actually what we would prefer. There's a big fines button. Click on that. Send through the fine. You can find your mates. You can find yourself. You can find us, all of us. $5 fine to Cat to go into Europe for two yeah, months. Two there months. you go. Put that in there. Right there. You can start with that, Cat. If you want to send them in, this is sponsored by Dean Bradley. He'll be uh, matching our fines amounts for the year, which we're going to be donating to three major charities here in Perth. Men's Talk, Sabre, and Soccer to Sarcoma. Now, um, bit of bit of Dean Bradley news, might just say. Yeah. Just joined the team at Ray White Real Estate. Wow, that's big. Very good. They know, so he's had to change his Instagram handle. Mm. It was Dean Bradley dot old real estate. Yeah. Now it is Dean Bradley underscore yeah, good. Ray White. Very good. You can find all his stuff at deanbradley.com to contact Dino if you're selling or buying a house. Get in amongst that. Let's get into it. Fines in session. Finding the footy worker down at the Western Bulldogs. Okay. No, you're a footy worker finding the Western Bulldogs. $5. You know how at Optus Stadium there are big fabric lids that cover the four races leading onto the ground? No. Well, you do now. I got a message from my boss on Saturday afternoon after we put them in earlier in the week that we needed to remove one of them. 
Why? Because the Western Bulldogs didn't want to run out under the Dockers symbol, which is printed on the fabric. Before I get down to this, it's probably fair enough. Yeah, that's Chris. very fair. These things are a pain to take out, though. So thanks, Bulldogs, for being petty and wasting my time. No other team during the year has even questioned it. You're not the home team, and it's part of the stadium setup. Get over it. Ah, oh, okay. I like the bit of the aggression. Very good. I'll take that on board. Dean B finds <laughs> finds me two dollars. Okay, Dana. On chat with Daniel Southern, one of the great chats with an incredible human. Correct. You said, "I hope Bulldogs win the flag." Okay. I was just trying to be nice. I was just trying to be nice, Dana. Okay. Hashtag flag man will fail, he says. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Uh, a uh, fine from Saxon. Hello, Saxon. Big fan of the pod. Like you, mate. Who gets the fine? The ref in our school basketball final. This is what I'm fucking talking about. $18 fine. Big 18. fine. I'll assess whether that's appropriate or not. 18. 18. Is that what you, did you just say it like that? He didn't say like Anthony Hudson. No. Oh, yes. It's 13. Yeah, it's 13. For having an agenda against our coach that led to the foul count 28 to 10, giving them triple the amount of free throws, causing us to lose by one in overtime. That's rough. I'm not sure if that's causing it, but fine $1 per extra foul call yep. they had committed us. I'm going to bring down to 50 cents. $9. Yeah, fine. sure. Okay, $9 fine. Yep. Fair enough, though. I've been on the receiving end of that before. Yeah, wasn't it's that? Who brutal. Was it, was it Gwen? Who did you clash with in the social netball? Oh, the Martha, umpire? Martha, Martha, I think. No, but this is in basketball. When they, when they have an agenda against you, they call fouls, ruins the This game. is the thing, is it? Yep. Yep. Okay. Jason finds Willy Boy $5 for sounding like an audition for the AFL game in 2023 on Friday night. I called a game of footy on 6PR. Is that what he's talking about? I don't know. I actually asked for more context here, so I don't know. Okay. All right, $5 fine. No, $2 fine for Jason for not being clear enough. Don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> mate. Rose Hill. Um, oh, I like that email address. Can't. Uh, who gets the fine? Cockold Tom. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Well, that's what his name is. You don't know his name. I don't think his name is Cockold Tom. $5 Cockold Tom for pulling out of a Bucks party three hours before it begins, citing a head cold. Couldn't even come up with a better excuse. That's shit house, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you reckon? <laughs> uh, this is from the Fines Master Apprentice, becoming a bit of a feature of this segment, and I like it a lot. This is for Big Kev, $2.50. You remember Big Kev the last yeah, couple of yeah. weeks? Okay, here we go. Big Kev is back. Missed last week as we'd gone on a camping trip up to up north to Karajini. But fortunately for us and the charities, Big Kev has plenty of fines lined up to accommodate. Thank you, Big Kev. Before we'd even begun our eight-hour first-day drive, Big Kev decided to get on the beers the night before and go out partying. 5 a.m. was the planned time to leave. Instead, Big Kev had his head down the toilet, spewing his guts up. <clears throat> Keep in mind, we have been planning this trip for about six months. We decided <laughs> Kev's had a howler, six yeah. months. He was a bit, a bit excited, a bit nervous, got yeah. in the beers. Okay, We decided to, uh, we'd leave and meet Big Kev later. How's Big Kev getting there? What's he doing? After arriving at our first stop at 5pm, we realised we had a problem. No phone connection at all, leaving us with only a UHF radio for communication. Ultra high frequency. Oh, wow. And no idea how far away he was. After hours of checking the radio, we were just about to give up and go to sleep and we heard his voice come through. Finally met up with him. What's his, give me uh, Big Kev's voice. Hey, where are you guys? <laughs> I was thinking more soccer. Like... 
hello. No. <laughs> Finally met up with him about 10 p.m. and he said he'd vomited basically the entire car ride there and they had gotten speeding fine as they were trying to make up for lost time. Sorry if this one was too too big, a bit long. There will be more to come from Big Kev next week. He's had some absolute howlers this week. Look forward to hearing about Big Kev. Uh, this is from Tommy for the Melbourne Football Club, $4.25. I agree with this one. One job, Melbourne. One job. Not to win. No. Yeah. No, comma. Not not to to win win the the grand grand final, final. but to win me the inaugural back chat sweepstakes. Flogs. There you go. So, uh, Big Tommy had Melbourne. Yeah. In the blue bet. In the blue bet sweepstakes. (laughs) Can't say that word. Sweepstakes. Thank you very much. If you want to send us a fine, jump on the website, backchatpodcast.com.au. Forward slash nothing. How are you? All done. Forward slash fines. No, it's there. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling fine. We're done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Mason Cox comes out tomorrow. Mason Cox out tomorrow. That's enough from Europe. You'll hear. You'll hear no more about the F1. I yep. know we we'll, we'll have some videos and stuff coming up on our social channels. Okay. You can watch for that. Okay. At Backchat. Double underscore on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, everything else. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Send us an email. We'll read it. Sign up to Patreon. Thanks to our sponsors. Whippersnapper. Best whiskey in the world. Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras, Dean Bradley, KO Sports for sending us over to Europe. Thanks very much. See you next time. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.